So, Sam, thank you very much for coming on the Hustling with Houses podcast. How are you today? I'm good, yeah. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. No problem at all. So, for those who don't know who you are, Sam, who are you, what you do, and where are you from? Um, So, originally from Hull, um, currently living in Cheshire. So, I have um, a company called SWV Property Solutions, um, which is a bit of a mix of... Um, securing BRRs for investors, um, currently focusing at the minute on the areas of Doncaster, Barnsley and Rotherham. Um, and then I've kind of got a mix of the rent-to-rent aspects of it um, as well, which is, yeah, a bit more local to me, to be honest. Spot on. So what, how come, how's that doing then? How's your company doing? Um. Pretty slow to start off with, to be honest. I think it was a case of, you know, you, you go do your property course, you come out of it fresh out of property course, going, right, let's go. And then you haven't got, like, honestly, a clue what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So you're obviously from Hull. You're based in Cheshire. And yeah. you chose sort of Doncaster, Barnsley and Robert. How come you chose that way? So basically, they're just more around the investor that I um, have secured at the minute because um, it was pretty difficult. I was torn between looking at Manchester, which is close to me, but then, um, you know, Yorkshire roots. So I've kind of stuck with, obviously, the investor that I have. Um, you know, we have quite a good rapport, work well together. Um, so it just seemed, you know, daft to kind of cut ties, if, if, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm wanting to kind of focus more on rent-to-rent over my area, but like I say, you know, if you get on well with an investor, there's no point just saying I don't you know I don't look for BRRs to you anymore yeah yeah most definitely and where about in Cheshire are you based um so I'm in Macclesfield Macclesfield it's massive Cheshire isn't it because I don't know if I'm classed as my postcode is a CH postcode but I don't know if I if it's classed it's it's a confusion it's a confusion one on the world really where where it's actually based it's classed as Cheshire but then it goes as far as Macclesfield which is like Obviously, Chester's Cheshire, but then, yeah. like I said, is your, is your postcode CH or is it a W? SK. SK. Yeah, it's a it's massive yeah. Cheshire. You don't realise how big it is. But so, what what are the pl- what are the plans then, Sam, for for your company? Um. So at the minute, what I'm wanting to do, so I so I have this company, and then I have another company which is uh, SWB Care Consultancy, which offers audits and CQC inspections because I have a very very long. Um, long history of working in health and social care so at the moment the idea is obviously to get them both kind of running together um moving forward which they are at the minute um and then get to the point where i kind of pay off all my debts and then looking at getting my own rent to rents um or a little buy to let kind yeah. of back end well yeah third quarter third fourth quarter of the year yeah, I noticed you had that care company. Have you had that? Have you had that a while? I know you said you've been in care for a while. Have you had the company for a while, or um, no? I set it up in November, um, and then kind of did quite a bit of marketing on it, and then just left it where it was, and then it kind of just went a bit. Well, yeah, January everyone seems to want the uh, the audits, so it kind of got busy quite quick, to be honest. So I was like, oh right, okay, this one's decided to uh, peak up. <laughs> kind of got a bit busy quite quickly, yeah. Happy days, then happy days. Is your plan to ever exit that, or is it something that you're passionate about and love? Um, I'm a bit well, I'm a bit boring. I quite like audits, it's a bit strange, and I'm realizing quite good at them. So, to be honest, it is a case of them kind of going hand in hand. You know, my 
my goal for the end of the year is 100k. Um, I'm kind of on track at the minute for the first month. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of uh, putting together a bit of a plan, working on mindset and uh, taking it apart bit by bit each month to try and hit that. Um, so yeah, obviously, whichever means necessary for two businesses running alongside each other, then love it. Get there a bit quicker. <laughs> Love it. I noticed, I've seen that you, one of your goals is sort of eight, eight grand um, per month, wasn't it? Yeah. Obviously, if you're on track, that's happy days. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. It's really, really good going. Um, I'm the same. I'm, I, I run a business alongside, well, I run a, a moving business alongside doing this. Mm. And it's it's fucking hard. It's it's hard work, isn't it? So, yeah. kudos to you and congratulations for, for making it work. Um, it's just a bit, I think it's just a bit quicker because sometimes you know so you still need the cash flow, so it was a bit quicker to kind of get money in and then kind of see that that's making progress, and then kind of have well rent to rent being a bit quicker, and then obviously BRR and purchases of property is a bit slower. So it was to kind of have things at different levels, so that something always dropped. Yeah, and it's 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 nice to have something that you actually enjoy doing. Like I hate I. I grew to hate my business to be honest. Like I absolutely hated it. Just it was mm. just a nightmare and it was a headache and and oh, it was a struggle to be honest. When you when you don't like what you're doing, it yeah. makes it, it makes it ten times worse. So when you love what you're doing, it's it's nice and it's it seems to be a lot easier. It doesn't feel like work as much, does it? I think it was just a way to kind of leverage previous skills. Yeah. Um like I say, so it's got cash flow, so then I can kind of learn the other aspects of property as I go along. So it gave me time to kind of learn and earn, learn and earn. That wasn't even deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know, I noticed you're quite um, goal orientated. I looked at your page and you've mm-hmm. got like your vision board and stuff like that. It's inspired me to do one, and I've been meaning to do one for years, and I just never got around to it. Yeah. But I noticed some of the things on there, like with the. Um, I know you had the pyramids and stuff on there. Like I, that's that's one of my goals this year. Go see the pyramids. Um, and you've got some, you've got some massive goals this year, yeah, absolutely humongous ones. But how, how do you sort of plan your goals? Because I know, I, I noticed you said you you split them into sort of sort of increments and smaller goals, which which is now what I've started to do. But I find it so hard to. I'm good at creating goals, and and I have massive goals, but it's hard to for me personally. I really struggle to reverse engineer the goals and make them smaller is, is there any tips that you'd give on trying to do that and how, how you do it um i think what i had to do was just kind of write things that, like i'd write a weekly list of what i'm going to do and then break it down because i how do i put it i'm near let's put it as neurodiverse shall we say so i can bounce around my ideas can bounce around all over but not actually come onto a piece of paper and that was what i was finding last year i was like right okay um i don't know i'm going to source five properties there was no time scale there was no breakdown there was nothing so then you kind of got to i don't know three months in and you're like right what have you done oh nothing i looked at a few properties i viewed a few um had a couple of investor calls there was nothing it was all kind of up in the air it wasn't really structured and i work quite well with structure um mm-hmm. i think that's been like the biggest transition really from a nine to five to my own business um so to kind of break that down um, and then have each week where I'm reflecting on what I've actually done, what I haven't done, works quite well. I think posting on Facebook works quite well because to me it's a bit like um, self accountability. Yeah, so it's probably boring if one seeing now how many days I've done not smoking or how many days I've been in the gym. But to me, yeah. it's 
it works and it's for me at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise how important that was. I, I Only this year, late on the back end of last year, I, I really started posting and I can mm. see it makes a massive difference. And, and you kind of like when you post something, you're kind of thinking about it constantly because you don't want to make a fool of yourself, do you, with, with posting something that you're not you're not going to achieve or not even trying to achieve. But one yeah. thing that I've come across, which I don't know might be, might, might be helpful for you um, and helpful to, to the listeners as well, I was going to create a podcast about it, but I, I never did. Um, there's a there's a there's an app called Claude. Well, it's a, a website called Claude.ai. It's a kind of like a ChatGPT thing, um, right. but ChatGPT you have to use the paid version. So I don't know if you've heard of the book, The Twelve Week Year. Yeah, yeah, the, that book. I, I've read that book, but again, my mind's like a sieve. So I, I read it and I just forget <laughs> it. It's te- it's terrible to be honest. I need I need my brain looking at to be honest, but um, <laughs> but. But yeah, but like I say, we, I, I use this. I use this Claude.ai, and I typed into Claude.ai. There's a PDF of the book, uh, Twelve Week Year. Mm-hmm. So I copied the link, pasted the link into Claude.ai, and said, um, "Here are my goals. Please implement the strategy in Twelve Week Year um, for my goals." And it gave me a twelve week. Obviously, I had to do some fiddling around with it, like you always, <laughs> but like you always have to do on ChatGPT and and these ones because the. Yeah, they, they they give you some mad mad ideas, but I had to alter it a little bit. But do you know what? It's it's perfect. It's I've altered it now. It took me a couple of hours. I've done it. I done it on New Year's Eve, and I was trying not to go out drinking, so I had done all that. And um, and yeah, it's been brilliant. So it's given me a twelve week plan. I'm I'm behind on the plan. I was meant to have an offer accepted this week, which 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 hasn't happened. But you know, <laughs> one of them things, isn't it? But but yeah, I thought that was really good, and that might be useful for you to to, to jump on. And it's free, yeah. which is handy. Um, I know you've got quite a good network around you as well, Sam. So, how did you sort of get? How did you sort of get into property? Then, how did you learn about it? You'd obviously been in care, so it's it's a bit of a different path. How did you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, nearly two years ago now it is nearly two years because yeah, my mortgage is nearly up. So nearly two years ago, so we wanted when it was when it was lockdown. So, um, my husband and I we managed to save up. A deposit for a property um back when not every rundown property was going through auction um so we managed to get um a four bed property which was ironically a, a lady that had gone into care home there was not you know it was, it was strange so it was a probate property um took ages to get through i'm very impatient if people know me i know it yeah <laughs> so we finally got this property it's on a freeze it's three-story property um if you can think of probably the worst scariest looking wallpaper and the worst patterned like carpets you can imagine it this had it all um so we worked quite hard we did um four bedrooms between us in probably a week and a half so we could get out of the rented accommodation and we didn't have kind of like the crossover of the two payments um and then we worked uh, yeah so if you can imagine probably a property where the bottom floor looked like some kind of interrogation basement stroke crack den that's probably where we was at um, so we managed to, you've probably seen the pictures because they fly around Facebook quite a bit, but with after an expensive email saying that if I knock a wall through, I'm not going to knock my whole house down, we went at it with a sledgehammer, which was quite fun. Um, <laughs> made like a huge um, kitchen open plan dining area on the bottom floor, split the wall. We had a wall put in to split the living room, so then we ended up with a fifth bedroom on the next floor up. The old kitchen, which you probably couldn't swing a cat in, is now a second bathroom. 
um, and then the top floor is four beds and a bath. So it went from, like I say, 1970s crack den to quite a nice-looking, well, when it's cleaned, nice-looking property, <laughs> which has now went from four-bed, one bath to a five-bed, two. So Amazing. that's where it kind of started. And during um, that transition, if you will, um, so we have... Um, quite a good friend. My husband's spent a lot of time, well, yeah, he's known him for many, many years. I've done a lot of DJing, music production together. And we I had a conversation with him about it, really. I think that's kind of like the start of it. And he um, did a bit of work with someone that's, you know, know quite well now, but did a bit of work with someone. He was their letting manager um, and kind of introduced me to him. So after I'd finished all my... No, it was before I did my property course. So I had a bit of a chat with him and then I did this property course. And then after spending an extortionate amount, then found out about um, Prosperity, which is obviously the really good kind of, you know, they give you all the information. You've got people there that are doing what they say they're doing. Um, and then I think it just kind of went from there because obviously sitting in a room, I go to like, I went to quite a few networking events, but they weren't the same. They weren't as... How do I put it? They were a bit, I don't, like a bit flat, shall we say. So I kind of went for a few networking things, um, then went to obviously this new networking event that I joined. Um, and I think it kind of went from there because then it was kind of like, I was still in my nine to five, but I didn't want to be in my nine to five. I thought there's more than just this nine to five. Um, so yeah, I kind of do like, I don't know, viewings at weekends or, you know, maybe have a have a chat with investors on evenings. And it was kind of becoming, I don't know, quite a bit of time. And, you know, it got a bit a bit much, shall we say. So, yeah, after, after that, you know, I kind of did a lot more in terms of mindset, a lot more in terms of property. I didn't realise how mindset is the biggest thing in property. I was just like, well, you know, maybe you just go get a house and then you just find an investor and you sell it and you tell them how much it costs to buy it and refurb it. I didn't realise a lot of it is how you keep your business going. We're going a lot into mindset, aren't we? <laughs> that wasn't even deliberate, but yeah, how you keep your business going when you can't be asked to keep your business going. So yeah, yeah learned quite a lot. Um, so yeah, kind of went from there really. And then I've got, I did a, a co-sourced with, end, end up back in Hull, co-sourced with Jamie Holland um, so we've got a HMO going through at the minute, um, and then we've got another, and then there's another one going through at the moment in Barnsley that's in legals. Um, yeah, director vendor just sent me a message asking me if I wanted to uh, sell his shop with Uppers. Then he, then he, yeah, it kind of like went quiet, and then I think it kind of dropped, you know, dropped a sale, dropped out, and then it came back round again. So yeah, it is true what people say about the follow up aspect of it. Yeah. Well, I, I like what you said about the, the mindset thing there. You, you said about, um, or you, you kind of said all, all I thought it was was literally getting a house, getting an investor and getting yeah. getting whatever, which, which to be honest is a gift in itself because that to me, maybe two, three, four years ago, see, still seemed like you've just thought about it and thought that's all it is, which is, yeah. a, it's, which is a gift to have that mindset really. Because for me, maybe four years ago, when I was first starting, it was like, Who's going to invest in me? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do it? It's, it was it was a bit of a it, it took a, it took a mindset shift 
to realize yeah. it. And I think, like you said, being around people like the Prosperity Network, every a lot of the people who have come on here have said nothing but good things about about prosperity and said how, how good it is as a network and stuff like that. So I think having that network around is massive and people who are actually doing it, like you say, not just yeah. people who are saying they're doing it and, and, and online showing pictures of, of, of whatever. Um, so has prosperity been massive for you as a that network? I think it just takes a lot. Like, how do I put it? I kind of I kind of t- turned up and then realised that all these people that were doing so much, I don't know what I expected, but I, you know I spent like a lot of time like I was I was sat there quiet, then went in the toilet, come back, sat down quiet, like I kept doing it. Um, <laughs> Like you said, like not believing in yourself, thinking, why am I in this room with all these people? Um, and then I think, yeah, I, I think I actually like went in the room early just because I just wanted to meet Danny. <laughs> I don't know, it's really strange. You know, <laughs> you know, when you're just like, I don't know, you want to go meet someone that's achieved all this, these things. And then say so you realise people are quite down to earth. And, and it's strange because property obviously not just prosperity network, but property in general, a lot of people within property are so friendly, like so helpful. And you don't seem to see that in any other industry, not that I've come across anywhere. Um, as if, you know, kind of say there's, there's room for all of us. It's not as like me against you against it's, there's always people that want to help you. There's always people that are, I don't know, either trying to get where you're at, you know, there's, there's sourcing agents that I've spoken to that are quite new that, you know, that we, we, hash ideas out or they want to know how to become compliant or the you know and when you kind of look at that and you think people asking me for advice okay that's a bit strange <laughs> but then you're looking at other people and you're asking them for advice that are further along you know it's a bit like well it's a journey for everyone isn't it yeah that, that that's so true like every other business i've worked in i've worked obviously i have my own I have my own business in a, a sort of moving business and that was everyone everyone locally hated each other You'd go, do a, you'd go do a quote and they'd all be, you'd be, oh, they said this about you or they said this about them. And it's like, oh, my God, I worked in a state yeah. agency, same thing. Estate agents, I've never seen a more doggy dog business <laughs> than that. It's honest to God, it's it's half. Oh, God, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Some of the things they do are vicious, absolutely vicious. But like you say, the, prop- the property world is the complete opposite. I had yeah. a guy, I had a guy, Nick, Nick Smith, the other day, see me comment on a post. Um, a different person, and he rang me and said, "Listen, mate, you should have just picked up the phone it, it, and, and spoke to me because I was asking a question on, on someone else's post." And yeah, I just I, I think you don't get that in anything in anything else at all. I think it's it's amazing, amazing community, especially if you have the right people around you and you have the right network around you. But like I say, that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to get a network around me and trying to be around mm-hmm. people who are who are doing good things. And like you say, it's it's very uplifting. Yeah, some people can well, see. People doing different things out there. I, you know, well, like I said, I went when I last year because obviously I focused quite a bit on marketing and I spent quite a bit of time with different people. Because um, I don't want to keep picking Jamie up because he'll just text me and say something strange. But you know, <laughs> when I was going over to Hull and we was doing like our our little videos about BRRs and why you should invest in Hull and just all this shit, and it was just yeah, it was funny. But as well, you kind of get to know different people's processes and what they're using. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. Of... Paul Jamie doesn't he? He's a proper oh, full lad. Yeah, we 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 um 
we have our discussions about the whole accent, but apparently I'm still winning. <laughs> he's he's uh, not really from Hull, you know. You know, he's he's not actually from Hull. Is he not? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's just up the road in Bridge. <laughs> That's funny, that. Um, so, yeah, so obviously prosperity has been a massive, massive help to you. I, I, should, I need to join there because... It's literally like I don't know. It's quite it's probably quite far away from. Oh, actually, no, it's not. I was thinking you were still in Hull, but where I am, it's only Wallinston's only 30, 40 minutes. And I always, I was before I knew about them. I was always moaning, saying, "Oh, all the all the good networks around London, like you've got Savoy's and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and other ones that are really really good as well." There's there's plenty of them out there to join, um, but they're only in Wallinston, and every like I say, everyone I spoke to, I've not heard one bad word about them, which is which is you know refreshing no. to hear. I don't think you will, but no, I think so. I think it's quite good. There's, um, you know, I, I can speak. I could, I can have people that'll, that'll look at things. I don't know, Nimbus Maps or Architects. Or, you know, I've got like quite a good connection with an auction partner. Um, yeah, people are just always happy to be oh. part of people's networks. I think it is that important to have that around you. Yeah, everyone's got a bit of information that they want to share yeah. with other people, or vice versa. So if you don't mind me asking then, Sam, what were the, if you do, don't tell me, but the, some, of the fig- <laughs> so, some, of the, some of the figures on um, the one, y- y- your own place you bought in Hull, because obviously you've changed it to a four to a five bed, two bathroom. I bought that in Cheshire, it's not in Hull. I'm terrible, aren't I? Aren't I a terrible? Yeah, you are. You're not even listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on then. Can you, can you tell me anything about that, Sam, or can you not? What, in terms of? What, in terms of obviously, obviously that that was the project that got you into property. In terms of, you've obviously yeah. seen how well you've done from the outside looking in. I'm the same. I got what I got mine, and I realised, wow, I'm making fourteen grand a year or something stupid as an estate agent before commission, mm-hmm. and I've just made thirty odd grand in in six months in a in, in in a property. So obviously, that's what inspired you to do property. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah. Are you are you happy to talk about some of the figures, or is it like no? Um, I'll be honest. Obviously, the price of Cheshire compared to Hull are a bit eye eye watering. Is the way to put it. I got my rights. So it's like, yeah. If I don't know, if I bought a five bed in Hull, it probably about hundred grand. 90, yeah, ninety five grand. But it's not in Cheshire, not at all. Yeah. It's so, I, so I got my property. Obviously, before I knew anything about property, um, we had gone to try and get two of the properties prior to the one that we got. Um, so I paid, so the, the price it went from the market was 250. Um, we went in at 265 and got it. Um, it was sealed bids on the 30th of December. And then for anyone that doesn't, doesn't know, my birthday's on New Year's Eve. So I basically got a house for my birthday. <laughs> so yeah, so we, we, yeah, we won the bid at 265. Brilliant. Which, and, to be honest, yeah, if you look at yeah, where you're at in terms of return and equity, it's not it's not good. <laughs> and we can we can probably pull some out of it, but it's not gonna be anything yeah you know, spectacular. Well, even so even so, like even if you'd made a, even if you'd made a loss on that property, that's mm. the that's the property that, that opened your eyes to sort of invest them, wasn't it? And is, yeah. your, is your partner is your partner a builder or anything like that? Because obviously you've done quite no. an extensive renovation. No, <laughs> it's no, tough, it's not isn't it? It's not in trades at all. <laughs> is he not? No. 
I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I, it's, yeah, I've got nothing to do with trades, but it's so when when you haven't, it's it makes it harder. Isn't it? it doesn't make it hard. Obviously, at that point, you've had no education, stuff like that, and you're just buying a house and doing it all up. Did it take you long to do, or? Um. Well, eighteen month in, we've still got a little bit to do, but not much. But to be honest, in terms of, I shouldn't really kind of like. How do I put it? Put him down because because as much as he's not in trades, he managed to build the kitchen. Did he? Yeah, we've got a second hand kitchen. He put the full kitchen in. Um, we had the work toss put in. He did. What else did he do? I don't know. He's just a lot. I've done a flat, a lot of flat pack furniture because that's not my bag. Um, and he's built himself a studio. So we had the half of the garage split in half. Um, all went through building regs, and then he because he's a music producer. DJ alongside his nine to five, he built himself his own studio. So it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, and he bought and he built the because we had so in the second bathroom we've got like a freestanding bathroom, but we have, um, well, we'll call it a bathroom bathroom utility, which on a bad day just looks like a laundrette, on a good day it looks like a high class bathroom, but. It's, so he built all the um, units that went along the side, which has got the um, like boiler hidden in it, the washing machine hidden in it. So it's shit hot, to be honest. <laughs> he, he sounds it, Sam. Jesus Christ, I couldn't even put it. I couldn't even put a screw in the wall, to be honest. He sounds like, he sounds like a qualified joiner. Exactly. So he did it all, and I was like, "What is this? Has Where have these skills come from?" Has he ever done anything like that before, or? No, just that. Well, I've seen him in like how long we've we been together? Sixteen years. No, I've never seen that. I've never seen his <laughs> hidden skills. <laughs> That's, brilliant. That's brilliant. So, what are some of your plans for for this year? Then, obviously, you've got you've got big goals of getting a hundred k income. You've got which you've got. I, I've seen your vision board, but what are some of your goals? Um, I want to. So, there's quite a lot of like girls around. Obviously, health exercise, um, continuing not smoking, weight loss, turn, yeah. I want to get back into obviously lifting weights again um, and building some muscles, should yeah. we say. There's a under there somewhere. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then I think there's I think there's just a bit more in terms of, like I say, continuing with the plan, continuing with where I'm at in terms of the financial goals um, because – it's given me a lot. I, f- I finished work in October, I think it was. So it's given me a lot of flexibility at the minute um, because I don't really kind of, I don't really like fitting into a box. So it gives me a bit of flexibility to be able to do what I want when I want. Um, so that's, I still want to keep going with that. Um, I've got, I'm looking at different avenue streams. So we've always got something kind of trickling in, um, breaking down how we're doing that. And then, yeah, we want to kind of go on holiday a bit more. We've not been on holiday for a while. Hmm. So, yeah, I think it's just, uh, yeah, having more time with family, friends. Yeah. That aspect of it, I think, like you say, when you look at it, it's not really what you, you think you're going to focus on. Um, but, yeah, like I want my own, either, like I say, rent-to-rent properties, I have a few of those, or a couple of buy-to-lets by the end of the year, clear off all my debt and not have any issues with, you know, just not worrying so much. Yeah, that's that's why we all get into it, isn't it? It, it is mm. for. I, I hate the term financial freedom, but that that is what it's for. You want you want to be able to get up and yeah. and choose what you want to do with your day, whether that is 
go and knock a wall down in a house that you've just bought or <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or if you want to do, if you want to go somewhere, you know, you're not tied to something, but I'm luckily at a fortunate place now where I don't, I, you know, I don't have to, I have to work, don't get me wrong, but I'm not, I'm not mm. in need of employment, which is, which is great. I'm, I'm sort of working for myself, which is what, what, what I've always wanted. So, and, and congratulations to you on starting, setting up, to, you know, just leaving work and setting up two businesses. It's, yeah. um, you've obviously got a bit of a killer mindset. It's a, it's a strong thing to do. It's, it's scary, isn't it? Oh yeah, just a bit. <laughs> is, there, is there any advice on that you would give to someone? Say, obviously with yourself, it's a bit different because you've been in the, the care industry for years, so you probably know it like the back of your hand. Mm. If there is anyone that was looking to maybe get out of a get out of a job and start their own business, what what would you say? But but say they had no sort of skills in terms of like 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 yourself, where you've had skills for two years or I mean years and years doing doing the care. Is there any advice you would give to someone? Would you, would you say set up a business, find something that you're passionate about, or what, what would you say? I think you need to work out what your passion is. I think I could say anyone that knows me knows I'm a bit impatient and impulsive. Um, in all honesty, obviously me leaving work is the right time for me because of things that were going on personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would probably say to someone, it depends on you and on the kind of person you are. I wouldn't jump if you are then in a position where you have got absolutely no income and no means of living. Um, I'd definitely try and like I don't know, try a few things and see what works for you. And then if that then becomes something which I don't know takes over more than your nine to five and you're ready for it, then go for it. But it's different because. I start well. I, I finished my property course in July, so from July to October I did both. But I always kind of felt like I had the safety net as well of the income. And then mm. as soon as it went from like October to now, that's when it kind of got a bit more busy because it was a bit like I have no choice. Yeah, it, this you know it has to work. I have to. I have to. I have to have some kind of income or I need to progress in some way. So you can, there's a bit more urgency when you're not working a nine to five, but say it has to be right for you like if you're going to be in that position that position where you can't live then it's not really you know you can't just jump and then just not have anything to i don't know fall back on yeah i agree i agree i think a lot of people do just say oh just get out your job and and go start a business but what i did which i think was a little bit tactical but i think if you just slowly save your working full time maybe just go to four days a week and then go to three days Mm -hmm. a week and but obviously make sure you're making income on the side before you get down to one and zero when you're not working and you've got no yeah. no income coming in. Um but obviously for you you had a you had an expertise in the field, which is which is always great. So another thing would be if you are in a job where you can maybe do it yourself, happy days, learn as much as you can yeah. and slowly go down. Obviously there's a conflict of interest there if you start your own business in a in a job you're already in, but mm. um but yeah, but it's yeah, that's great advice. So I think it's a good point to end on. So thank you, thank you for coming on, Sam. If anyone is no, looking to, to connect with you, looking for deals in the areas you cover, where is the best uh, best way to contact you? Um, just probably on Messenger on Facebook. To be fair, okay. Yeah, so just I, I have a lot of things running through my personal page. It's Sam Swithin Bank um, on my Facebook page. If you can't spell it, ask Callum. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll make sure it's all in the show notes anyway and it'll all be yeah, no uh, linked to your profile and stuff like that will be there but Sam thank you for yeah. coming on it's been, a, it's been a laugh it's been a good chat so thank you so much <laughs> yeah it didn't kind of go in the direction I thought but yeah we'll just we winged it it's fine <laughs> that's it isn't it well thank you for coming on again and, and, and all yes. the best for 2024 yeah you too bye see you soon